0: Turn down for what? Turn down for what? Turn down for what? Turn down for
1: what? Yeah. tool podcast back up in this mug here for you people black josh you good i'm good killer kyle you good
2: i'm butt naked right now
1: (laughs) Seamus, you good (laughs) i'm always good now he's real good we're back coming at you five tool podcast everybody's here everybody's feeling good got some big show for you today a lot of stuff going on in sports in the last couple weeks but we're going to start it off with some brewers baseball talk just today on january 8th 2020 craig council gets signed to another three years what do you guys think council back in the house love it i'm pleased killer kyle
2: a good extension. He's worth it, and he earned it.
1: Yeah, he's definitely earned it. Back-to-back playoff appearances, of course. Since coming to the Brewers in May of 2015, he's got a 405 and 381 record. Hey, we'll take a winning record no matter what. He's a player's coach. He's from White Folks Bay. What more could we want as a manager of this team, huh? Oh,
2: yeah, I cleaned his carpets before.
1: That's awesome. How dirty were they?
2: <laughs> no, his, I mean,
1: his house was good. His house was good? No, I no, played Little League with him. That's incredible. I've done nothing with him except for piss him off, yelling at games. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> so yeah. But now I
2: you don't have the fo- you don't have the mohawk anymore, so he's never gonna be able to spot you in the crowd. Yeah, either. nobody's
1: gonna nobody's gonna recognize you now. That's alright. They'll recognize me for being annoying. True that. <laughs> anyway, so there's a lot of talks about the NL Central and the Cincinnati Reds potentially winning this division. I've seen, I saw a couple, or I saw. Uh, a thing online saying the Reds are gonna win ninety games take the division. Cardinals will be in second with like eighty eight and the Brewers would be in a dumpster of third winning just around eighty games, not looking good in terms of speculations. What do you guys think about the Cincinnati Reds potentially winning the division? I don't
3: know if they're gonna win, but they're definitely a threat. That's for sure. It's gonna be a different yeah. division this year.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I don't I don't know that they'll they'll take it all, but they're definitely going to be a team that needs to be looked at.
1: Agreed. A lot of offseason acquisitions. They've been building for quite a while. They got gr- good pitching. They got a great pitching coach. Uh, they just I'll give
2: you that. They do have a good pitching coach.
1: Yeah, they just signed uh, Akiyama, that, that dude from Japan who was, I think, the MVP in the Japan leagues last year. I mean, they, they've been building and building, making smart moves, and I'm, I'm a little worried about them. Personally, I think the Cardinals take the division again. I think the Brewers take a wild card spot again. Hopefully, might be two wild card teams from the Central. What do you guys think about that?
0: That'd be nice. That that'd make three teams from the NL Central in the postseason. I'd be
1: perfectly fine with that. I'd be fine with that as long as we make it in, right? And as long as one of them ain't the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting how people seem to be counting out the Cubs. They haven't seemed to lose anyone. They have the best shortstop in baseball, even though I don't really like the guy. Javi Baez is probably the best defensive shortstop in baseball. But, yeah, you can't ever count out the Cubbies. He's a
0: good-looking guy, too.
1: He's pretty handsome. Yeah,
0: fucker. I thought they lost Contreras.
1: I think they did lose Contreras, yeah, but... I, I, That's just one player that wasn't
3: really a huge factor.
1: But. Yeah, and, and if, if all those pitching acquisitions start to finally come together, they're, they're going to be dangerous, but I still think we're a better yeah, team. Yeah, but if they,
0: if they don't have anybody, they if they don't have someone they can trust behind the dish, that is going to be an important factor.
1: Well, maybe they'll put David Ross back there, manager coach. I mean, player coach. <laughs> Grandpa Rossi.
2: Listen, guys, the, the division is, is totally up for grabs this year. Like, I'm not, like I was telling you guys this before, like, you're going to have to show me, like, that you're good. Because I don't, I'm not buying it. Like, I, a lot of teams stock up on players and it doesn't pan out. It You don't know if they're going to have good chemistry together. There's a lot of question marks, speculation, speculation. So it's to me, it's it's up for grabs, and we'll know more once the season starts and progresses. But I, I think they all got to chill on the Reds.
1: Yeah, they they look really good on paper, but it, like Kyle, you've mentioned this before that it takes time for teams to develop that rapport with each other. Where you bring a bunch of guys Absolutely. together? Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, one spring together isn't enough to like get everybody on the same page. in half a spring, you know, they're they're playing, you know, minor league players during the spring. They're only playing half a game together most of the time, so it might take some time. I mean, but that 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 rotation looks good. Trevor Bauer, Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, Wade Miley, uh, Tyler Molly. That's a that's a good rotation. And I don't. I'm not Wade gonna, Miley. I don't think he's going to be any good. I think he's done in terms of.
0: Uh. Flip side, I mean, everybody. You know, when we when the Brewers picked up Grandal last year, you know, he meshed seamlessly into that into that lineup and into the clubhouse. You know, picking up Moose Moose fit right in, and and even when we brought in Kane and Yelich, I mean those, I mean, so I understand what you guys are saying, and I agree that it does take time for organizations to really click but every now and then if you get the right kind of guy that click can be seamless and again i'm not saying that cincinnati is going to walk away with the division but they they're, they're going to deserve one hell of a look once the season starts
1: right yeah, I'll yeah. give. go on Kyle. i'll
0: give i'll give you
2: this like they're due they're due for a a successful winning season cuz it's been forever since they've been relevant and, you know, you're right, like, it, it, it's just, it, some guys can get into a system and, and fall into place really well, and Moustakis did do that for us. Um, but they, they needed a lot of work in a lot of areas, and they filled a lot of holes free agency alone and sometimes that's where my point's coming from is that you get a bunch of guys that have never played together you know it, there's a lot of layers to this and it, I'm just not sold on them yet
1: right yeah it's one of those things where if everybody buys in something magical could happen let's hope it doesn't let's hope we don't have to worry too much about the Reds yet because our window still open who manages
2: open. the Reds
1: um who does manage the Reds I couldn't even tell you to be honest Seamus I'm on it. Seamus is on it. Um but yeah, I mean it plays David Bell. Oh yeah, David Bell. Never eh,
0: never heard of
2: her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah by the time this year is over. Yeah, if everyone buys in, it could be like the Brewers of 2018 where everybody buys in and, and you end up having something magical happen, but like I said, let's hope it doesn't. Other notable new, uh, news for the Brewers, Jimmy Nelson is now a Dodger on a 1-year deal with a second-year option. Last year he was absolutely garbage coming off his injury with a 695 ERA in 22 innings. I think he's going to be a reliever. You don't you don't guys, you guys don't see him starting in LA, do you? No. Absolutely not. No, but that's a
2: good pickup for them because he he could be something.
1: He was supposed to be our ace, and
2: exactly that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he
1: could he could he could be a starter by the end of the year with them, or he could be sitting in AAA the whole time. It could go one way or another with Jimmy Nelson. I personally don't think Jimmy Nelson will ever be a solid pitcher ever again. And I say that part of, partly because I'm so mad at him for injuring himself with us and ruining his, his time with us. But, and he's a Dodger, so I don't want to see him succeed, unfortunately. But I wish him the best as a human being, but I wish him the worst as a pitcher. Seamus, what do you think about Jimmy Nelson?
0: What do I think of Jimmy Nelson? I think Jimmy Nelson can eat a satchel full of
1: Richards. A.K.A. dicks. <laughs> good analysis. Good analysis. <laughs> It's that a is
0: low my risk professional opinion.
1: What do you What do you say, Scott?
0: It's
2: a low risk signing for them. It
1: very much is, and I haven't actually seen what the terms of the deal are. I don't even think it's been released, but I can't imagine he went for much. I think he's probably just happy to be on a on a contending team, probably. And yeah, like good for him. I guess. I guess good for him. I just remember one Brewers on deck where I was trying to get a a picture with him, and he just blew me off. And even Ryan Braun took a picture with me, so I have a personal. Um, depreciation for uh, Jimmy. <coughs> in other Brewers news uh, sort of, Eric Thames is a national and I know nobody's too happy about this one. He went on a one-year deal with a four million dollar contract, a one million dollar mutual buyout. So Thames last year in 2019, 254. Average twenty three dingers, a three forty eight on base percentage. He was very productive for the Brewers. It was it was his comeback season. It's it's sad to see him go. I'm glad we got smoke, but what do you guys think? Thames is on a contending team with the Nationals. This is a World Series and a World Series champion roster.
3: I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I don't see any reason why I, I don't To giving him four million dollars, it is to play first base for us. It's pennies, man. It is pennies.
0: Oh and uh just real quick to answer your question about Jimmy Nelson's contract, the base contract is one point two five mil for one year. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah he nothing. Did. It's nothing. It is nothing. Seamus, what what I do you mean got? it's
0: in, it's incentive laden, so it, it could turn into a two year deal that could be worth over thirteen and a quarter, but it won't that's if he pans out.
1: <laughs> yeah, he ain't gonna pan out maybe in the maybe in the minors, but not up, not up to the Dodgers standards. Yeah, he won't be starting, I doubt it, unless unless some injuries
0: happen. As far as as Thames go, I mean, I'm happy for the guy, you know, he got paid, and he's on a team that's relevant and going to contend, but I don't like the fact that we didn't throw something his way to keep him.
1: Yeah, I agree with it you. Is a, it does kind of hurt a little bit. I mean, I'm glad we got Smoke, but for $4 million, we could have had a tandem over at first base, you know? I, it's kind Hell of,
0: yeah, and we wouldn't have to be sitting here going, okay, how many games are we going to pencil Ryan Braun in at first base?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good point. None of us like to think about Ryan Braun playing first base, especially if Smoke can't stay healthy. He's been battling that, that ankle injury for quite some time, and it, it, it kind of bothers me uh, as well. And the Nats, I, they might even be... They might be just as good, if not better, next year. They're going to be a great team. They just added Starlin Castro as well. So yeah, but how much play time is he really going to get on the national? Well, Zim's getting up in age, so I have a feeling between Ryan Zimmerman and and Eric Thames, he's probably going to get some good playing time. He would have got a lot more with us. I don't know.
0: He'll he'll probably at least he'll probably get into at least half
1: of a season worth of games. Yeah I'd say at 70 least seventy to eighty games I think is fair. He's he's younger than Zim and he's probably healthier than Zim. Mr National, you know. So I good for and he and he, he's he's definitely more buff than Zim. He won't look good in red though. No. Red's definitely not his color. No. Brewer's blue is his No color. but when they wear them blue when they wear
0: them when they wear them deep navy blues though, dude's gonna look styling.
1: That's true, that's true. He's a handsome man no matter what. So he is he is both
0: hunky and dreamy.
2: <laughs> hey, let me chime in here for a second. Um now he had Eric James had a really solid year last year, but let's not forget in two thousand eighteen Eric James didn't even make the postseason roster.
1: Yeah, he was rough. it That's That's so, was his
3: comeback season. This was his comeback right, but, year.
2: But they're There is some inconsistency with him, and I think that might have – there is. There is. If there wasn't, then he would have been on the postseason roster.
3: He didn't make the postseason roster because of fucking Jesus Aguilar, who also slumped at that period.
2: Exactly, he did. And they could have used a a left-handed bat that postseason, especially against the Dodgers that year.
0: Yeah, but looking at Nationals Park – james' left-handed bat in that ballpark is gonna gonna yield huge dividends.
1: Would you say? It's I don't a, think it. Go on.
0: I, I don't. I don't
2: think it's that big of a loss in the in the long term scheme of it. I you found a replacement who potentially can put up better numbers than him. Um, yeah, it would have been nice to have a tandem. I, I agree. That would have been. Uh, something good, but you basically swap first baseman with two different teams and we got a potentially better one. So it's okay. We're going to be okay.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I, I agree. I I back the smoke deal. I'd love to see Thames too. I think Thames is a very, he's great on the Brewers. He just fits the mold so perfectly. He was a fan favorite. He makes a good bobblehead. He makes good t-shirts with the fear of the beard stuff. But we got it. We got to trust Stearns. I mean, it goes back to in Stearns we trust, and that's what we that's what we say here at Five Tool Podcast. In Stearns we trust. Well, we're done with baseball. For Praise now. him. Praise him. We're done with baseball for now. We had an amazing, amazing wild card weekend last weekend. It was one of the best that I've in my in recent memory. One of the best wild card weekends we've seen. Every game was awesome to watch. At least by the end of it. And Definitely It was a lot A lot of fun Starting with that Bills game That was excellent I want to ask you guys What was the best Moment And I'm going to start I'm going to do One at a time With you guys What was the best Moment From Wild Card Weekend Kill a Kyle
2: Well um, For me I liked Seeing Tom Brady And Drew Brees Get beat um, And see those Two old Wily vets Take the couch For the rest Of the year That was cool um, because we're going to see new faces, we're going to see new guys. It, we're in a new era of NFL football, and this is the, the turning point. This is the change. This is a shift. And uh, like, we're going to see championship games, hopefully with Aaron Rodgers on one side, and probably at least one really good young quarterback on the AFC side. So it's exciting. That was exciting to see, especially Tom Brady.
1: Right, right. Black Josh, what do you think was the most exciting part of Wild Card Weekend? The most exciting
3: part was watching the Patriots Warriors. That pick six, huh? That pick six was the best thing
1: ever. (laughs) That was was something, all right. Seamus, what do you got?
0: First off, you guys are so mean. (laughs) Honestly, my favorite part, and it had absolutely nothing to do with any of the games played, My favorite part was the fits of laughter I enjoyed when it was announced that um I'm drawing a blank on his name the Marvin the former head coach of the Bengals
1: Marvin um, Lewis Marvin Lewis
0: Yeah, Mar. What I, I the fits of laughter that I had when the when the when the graphic came on the screen. That Marvin Lewis interviewed for the Cowboys' head coaching job on Friday, and McCarthy was interviewing for the head coaching job on Saturday, and it still had not officially been announced that Jason Garrett had been fired. Yeah, poor guy. That's my favorite part of the whole weekend, was that poor bastard is watching TV and going, Hey!
1: (coughs) He was probably still clapping. That's my job! (laughs) Interesting analysis. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, there was a. For me, we'll get onto the McCarthy stuff because that's a topic we will talk about for sure later in the show because that's that's something we got to touch on.
2: Oh, it's juicy!
1: I think my favorite part all around from Wildcard Weekend was the fact that we had two overtime games. That's great. That that just means you know, playoff football is so awesome in the NFL. The regular season's rough. There's a lot of rules I don't like about the regular season, but the fact that we had a Wildcard Weekend where every game went down to the wire in one way or another. And we had two overtime games. Now, I will say this in terms of the, Kyle, what you touched on with uh, Tom Brady and Drew Brees being knocked out. As much, as fun as that is, and as exciting as that is, it's going to be weird not having those two greats in the playoffs. It kinda, it's, it, I wonder if it's going to make the quality of the games a little worse, the fact that we don't get to see two of the best quarterbacks of all time play.
2: Totally disagree.
0: Posted is like I said. Keep in mind, I I posted that meme on the on the Five Tool Facebook page. This is the first time in eighteen seasons, one third of NFL playoff football, where Manning,
1: um, Brady,
0: Roethlisberger, or Brady are not going to be in an AFC title game. Yeah. Yeah,
2: but look at look at who is still in the playoffs. We still have Aaron Rodgers. We still have Russell Wilson, who are Super Bowl champions. We have Patrick Mahomes, Mark Jackson, and then you got Garoppolo and Tannehill. But there are still some super elite and very talented quarterbacks in the playoffs that are very entertaining to watch. Very entertaining.
0: And, And if you really paid attention during that Titans game. You also had Mariota be under center for one play. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so let's not let's not discount him. He's got one snap of playoff football in him
2: this year. I like that teams are using multiple quarterbacks in offensive lineups, like the Saints. Taysom we saw him. that with Taysom Hill. Uh, we definitely, you were right. We saw that with Mariota and and coming in the game. Just, it's really, I like how clever. These coaches are getting, especially in the biggest games of the season. They're taking these wild chances, and it's paying off. It damn near paid off for the Saints.
1: Yeah, Taysom Hill. I want him on the Brewers. I think he can do anything. Well, <laughs> I want him I mean, on my, every team in the <laughs> Milwaukee and Wisconsin region. He should be a buck.
0: Yeah, I bet he yeah, could what, throw what, a fastball eighty
2: miles an hour.
1: I think so. <laughs>
0: What what position do you play? Yes. Who do you play for?
1: Yes. Yes, that's all, that's all. that matters. Taysom yes. Hills is fucking amazing. You and know. yeah, the, he threw a longer pass than anyone he was a
2: Green Bay Packer. People forget he was on the Packers.
1: Yeah, yeah. that just shows how bad ownership well, that's is. That's right.
2: Knows. He he was our he was our uh, practice squad quarterback a couple years ago, and we traded him or not, we released him, and then he got picked up on waivers by the Saints. But I remember him. We never did anything like that with him.
1: Nope. And we're uh, not as bold as that. Yeah, we also oh, we have had McCarthy's McCarthy. We had McCarthy.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Mike McMuffin.
1: Mike McMuffin. I love that. <laughs> Hashtag, I swear
2: that, that, man, that man is a living human McMuffin,
1: hashtag Mike McMuffin, I love that, <laughs> that make reminds, it viral boys, that reminds me, check us out on the Facebook page, the Twitter page, the Instagram page, all of our lo- money. lovely pages, 5Tool podcast, tell your friends, another another big thing about Wildcard Weekend was Derrick Henry, and we'll get into him a little bit later as well, but Speaking of Mike McMuffin...
2: Hold on, Rob. Can we make a shout-out? Shout-out. Dan Duquette. He's killing it. Yes. He is so steady. I looked at his profile. That man was a stud back in the 60s whenever his profile picture
0: was taken.
1: Dude,
0: I got to tell you something about Mr. Dan Duquette, Kyle. That man was my high school guidance teacher. I love it! Isn't that great? Yep. I love it. Danny boy... And and he is and he is just as chill as you think he is. I want that man on the show. Me too. I will get I will get in contact with him. I will I will see what I can do.
1: right Danny I, Dan. I I
0: gotta be able to get, I gotta be able to get him off the fucking ice because right now he's spending a hell of a lot of time looking at tip ups. Hey, all you need is a phone. That's all, and, <laughs> and a good signal, and we got it covered from there.
1: Yep, Danny D. But
0: yeah, Miss. Mr. D was, oh, he, and like I said, guys, as, as, as cool and as chill as you think he is, he is just that way. He gave One us the, a heart react on a post. <laughs> One of the nicest guys ever meet. That was serious shit right there. <laughs> yeah, Mr. D. Sorry, Rob. He's good, he's good people.
1: That's all right. My name's Butcher, though. Butch, Rob. <laughs> Fanny. That's all right. Danny Dimes, we love you. Speaking of Mike McMuffin, he's obviously a cowboy now. His career record as a head coach: 135, 85 and two with the Packers. Will he, we're going to find out if he's actually a good coach. I think. I mean, he's got a, a lot to work with there. No, it's he a, won't. No, he won't because no, he won't. He's he's
0: he's a he's going to be a Jerry Jones fucking puppet, like. Garrett was.
1: He is going to be a puppet, Black Josh. What do you think about uh, Mac- Mike McMuffin as a Cowboy coach?
3: I think it's hilarious.
1: I think it is hilarious. I think
3: it? it's hilarious. I think the Cowboys are going to be worse <laughs> than they were before.
1: Yeah, I. Th- they they have such a good roster though, so it, it's 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 hard to say. I think they t- completely underperformed this year. They should have at least been a ten win team. They should have run away with that division. It's embarrassing that they that they that the Eagles overtook them. I mean they could have they could have they could have potentially beat the Seahawks maybe maybe, maybe
3: there was more going on there than what's being let
1: out but yeah I, I think don't know. I think a lot of what's wrong with the Cowboys is internal Kyle what do you think about uh, Mike McMuffin
2: Oh my goodness this is this is so good for the Green Bay Packers this is going to work out in the Packers' favor it's, so like you guys touched on obviously it's uh, There's going to be a lot to prove for Mike McCarthy. He's known as the guy who had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers carry him through his coaching career. So, excuse me. now he goes to Dallas, and he's got an awesome team on paper, but he has Dak Prescott, who is a stat machine, but he hasn't won anything, and he hasn't taken his game to the next level. I think McCarthy can help him. He's a great offensive mind, and as much as I like to pick on Mike, McCarthy? Because I was looking at a picture of his press conference today. He's a goof. Like, he, he looked like he had a stick up his ass the whole press conference. That's why he's got that and cross-eyed. He's, and he's cross-eyed, yep. He's got that going on. But what's going to happen is, is this is going to be good because now the debate is going to be Can was the, was the beef between Rodgers and McCarthy all Aaron Rodgers? Are all Mike McCarthy or a little bit of both? Because Aaron Rodgers did okay this year with LaFleur. Everything seemed to be all good. And like I said, Mike McCarthy is known to have these legendary quarterbacks carry him through his coaching career. So there's a lot. I think I think the Packers will feed off this. I think McCarthy's got a chip on his shoulder. And this is good for football. This is good. i I'm excited. I'm excited for
1: him. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that McCarthy would take such a job. With you know, it, it's such a under the under the spotlight kind of job, and he always seemed like it's a it's not a
2: sexy pick for the Cowboys. They no. didn't go after the sexy coach. They got the big fat
1: McMuffin. They went with the guy who won a Super Bowl, which makes sense. It's just Mike McCarthy always seemed to me as the kind of guy who didn't really like dealing with media. He likes shouting at refs. He likes shouting at his his team. He just doesn't seem like a. The kind of guy who'd want to be under the spotlight, but I think he's trying to make a resurgence of his career. And like you said, he's got a chip on his shoulder and he's trying, he's got something to prove. He's got his whole career to prove because, like you said, he's had great quarterbacks. And now he's now he's got to deal with the 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 big picture, the big spotlight that is the Dallas Cowboys, the the team that is always on TV no matter whether they're winning or they're losing. There's always constant criticism going on, and now he's got to deal with that. And I realize Jerry Jones does his own press conferences, and maybe he'll be the guy doing that. But it's going to be interesting to see how Mike McMuffin does out in Dallas. I I'm worried for him, honestly. I I think he's gonna. He's gonna have a hard, a hard bargain to, to run now.
3: Especially after the, uh, the year they just had, those fans are gonna be ruthless. Ruth, you're right. Ruthless. Well, they don't,
2: they don't have Garrett to blame anymore. So a lot of pressure's on McCarthy to win and win now. But we can't dis, we can't ignore the fact Mike McCarthy is a good offensive line. He has proven that he can win in the NFL as a head coach. And he's a big disciplinarian, and he might whip those guys into shape the way that they need to actually take that next step. And, you know, I think Dallas is going to be a 13-3 and football team next year. I really do.
1: Wow, that's bold. Yeah, I'm thinking 12. I know. A, a, between 11 and 13 wins, I think is fair. And yeah, you, you, you're right. It's very he's a, fair. He's a disciplinarian and he's kind of a no-nonsense guy. But we'll see if he really was able to update that playbook of his, and whether or not he's allowed to use his own playbook there. Who knows? He's still building his coaching staff there. But we'll he
2: still kept Kellen Moore as his offensive coordinator, and of course, he brought back Joe Philbin yep. as his offensive line coach, because you know Joe Philbin follows him everywhere. Yeah, he does. Um, two other former head coaches are going to be on that coaching staff. So there's a lot of experience in, in the new coaching staff. It's going to pay dividends for them. It
3: really is.
1: And if it doesn't, someone's getting their head chapped off out there for sure. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Jones, Jones is going to his eye straight. All right. All right. Well, that brings All us. All right. Two. All right, guys. I know we were just
3: talking about Mike
0: McCarthy, but breaking news reported a few minutes ago. Sorry. Now, now it's coming from the Daily Snark, so I'm not sure how much validity I can I can put in this. But rumor from the Daily Snark: rumor, Bill Belichick reportedly considering leaving the New England Patriots.
3: Oh my Ooh. God! There we go with this shit now. If yeah, it ain't Brady that's not real.
1: On, it's Brady real it's leaving, right? Is he going to Cleveland? He's going back to Cleveland, you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That You know check. what?
2: He'd be a really good fit in Cleveland.
1: I think so, actually. That might make Cleveland dropped the ball by letting him go. That's all I'm going to say. That might be the best spot for him. I mean, where? What other vacancies are still open?
2: None.
1: Yeah, it's just Cleveland. Because the the Panthers got their coach, the Giants got their coach. That's interesting. All right, Chris, do you really
3: think Belichick or Brady are going anywhere?
0: Uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't see Belichick leaving. And my heart says Tommy Brady comes back to, to Foxborough. But I, I see a couple of scenarios where he'd be a fit elsewhere. I hate to say it, because in my mind, it'll be so weird to see him in anything but a Pats uni, but I could see him with the Chargers, I could see him with the Colts, um, Butch and I were talking earlier, and, you know, I, I, I'd hate to see it, but I could see him being a fit in Tennessee. Tighten up. I... I don't want to, I don't want to see him leave. I want him to, if he, you know, he announced he's not retiring, so of course I want him back in Foxboro, but I, just like he said in his press conference, I'm in no position to predict the future.
1: I think the Titans would be a perfect fit for Tom Brady. You got Mike Vrabel, they got the running game that he needs, they got a decent offensive line, he's got weapons. What more could he want? He could take that team to a, to a Super Bowl, I think. I really do. I think that's the best fit for him. That or the Chargers. Or even Miami.
3: I don't see him leaving. Uh, I don't see him leaving. One. I,
2: I think Miami is a, a really good spot for Brady, because when we talked about this, I, I feel like Miami's going to go after Tua, and Tom Brady would be a great mentor for Tua for a year or two, and Brian Flores is the coach in Miami, so he's got patriotized, and Miami has been a loser for decades, so... um he could bring some excitement down there. And it's fucking South Beach. I mean, right? Tom and Giselle and his kids would be eating that up.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of five I, line spots. I don't think he's going to the Colts. I, I don't think there's enough. I don't think the Colts have enough protection or weapons for him. And, and T.Y. Hilton's still there. I, I don't think their offensive line is very good. They ruined Andrew Luck. <laughs> I don't see him going there. But yeah, I think the, I think the Titans or the Dolphins make sense and maybe the Chargers just cuz obviously Phil Rivers is moving on. Do you
2: Hey, can I interrupt? Do you guys think Andrew Luck is ever going to come back to the NFL?
1: No, no. 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 I don't think he wants to be beat up anymore. I think he's happy with his life. I think he's a smart guy. I think he is taking his money and he's moving on to other ventures, which I'm not sure what it is, but I think He just really looked worn out from the game, and he spent so much time being hurt, so much time being hurt. The Colts are really bad at taking care of their players. Worst training staff ever. Hmm. What do you think?
2: I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he did come back. I don't think it'll be this year, but he's still young, and he could be in his prime. So it's just a shame. It's a shame.
1: It is a big shame. He was a big talent that wasted. He really
2: fucked those fans over, like in Indy. Like anybody who bought season tickets to the Colts, expecting to see Andrew Luck, got totally let
0: down.
1: Well, he was making the decision that was best for him, you know, and I, I don't, I don't fault him for that one bit. I mean, the Colts organization ought to be ashamed of themselves for ruining Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. <laughs>
2: Come
1: on. I'm serious. I'm dead serious about that. I know you are. (laughs) So yeah, Brady's going to be a free agent on March 18th, so if the Pats don't sign him by then, they're going to take a $13.5 million hit in dead cap space. So the decision's going to be made before then, whether or not Brady's going to be a Patriot. Black Josh, you don't think he's going, do you? I don't think he's going Mm -hmm. anywhere. You don't think Belichick is either? No, I think if they both stay and they need to give, give him one or two more weapons, that's a seventh ring. I really don't think Tom Brady's lost that much. What do you think, Seamus?
0: Like I said, I, 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 I just don't. I don't see it either. I, I see them both staying put. That's that's what my heart wants. And honestly, like I said, um, you know, I, I just I can't see him in any other uniform. Although I will say that if he does go back to the Pats, the one thing that needs to happen is they've got to get him some weapons. Because as For good sure. as as good of a receiver as Julian Edelman is, and you know, I will be the first one to admit, I would carry I would carry Jules's nuts when he walks down the sidewalk. I love that guy. But he's not a wideout. He's a slot receiver. You got to get somebody else in there to catch the ball and, and run the deep routes. You got to give him tools if you're bringing him back.
1: Seamus, if Brady went to say the Chargers and they were making a run and the Patriots were out of it, were you, would you be rooting for the Chargers? Well,
0: I actually do root for the Chargers, oh, given geez. that Melvin Gordon is a Charger.
1: All right, Titans. Uh, if it's uh, the Titans and Pats in the AFC Championship, Brady versus Billichek, which would be gold for TV, who do you root for?
0: Ah, uh, I'm loyal to my team, not just a player.
1: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. What if? Okay, never mind. I'll will stop with those scenarios. Um, that's enough Tom Brady talk for now. Thank God. We got game picks, people. We got a big weekend, and just so the fans know, we're doing a Friday show this week, not a Saturday show, so we're going to get our picks in today, and just for the fuck of it. It's fun. And We could get them in on Friday. For we could, matter. but I want to do it now, because it's better. And I went 4-0 last week, and you guys can going all eat my dust. I picked all the games, including the upset, so send me all the praise you can on Facebook, people. But we're going to start off with the biggest game of all, Seattle. At Green Bay, Seamus, who you got?
0: I got the Packers. The weather looks like it's going to cooperate. Possible snow in the forecast. Not going to get above freezing. I I like Green Bay.
1: It's perfect Packers football weather. It is. BJ, who you got? Packers all day. Packers. It's going to be
3: 27-21 Packers. Ooh, taking it, I'm taking it up a notch.
1: Oh. I think no matter what, it's going to be an exciting game, for sure. I'm taking it up a notch. 27-21 Packers. The Packers have managed to hold their last five opponents to under 20 points, so that's a pretty good, good number. I like what you got there. Kill a Kyle, who you got? We're
2: going to take the ball, and we're going to score. <laughs> I, like,
1: I, I don't know if that's a good reference. Well, it is a great reference. That was a good game. Um.
2: We got some history with this team Uh, between that 2003 playoff game with Matt Hasselbeck making himself look like a freaking idiot. And getting picked up by the great Albert Harris. Um, We can't forget the the Fail Mary game in Seattle that pissed all Packer Nation off. Um, We've had some good matchups with this team, but Yeah, I will never bet against the Packers in this situation. Lambeau Field, fuck 12, Green Bay wins.
1: Good call, good call. And Russell Wilson is 0-3 in Lambeau Field, so that's an interesting stat. I'm going to be an asshole. I'm picking two upsets this week. I'm going Seattle. I want the Packers to win, obviously. And I actually think they're going to win, but just for the hell of it, I'm going Seattle on my pick.
3: Yeah, why not, right? Yeah, why not? I, I get
1: your logic. So, you want to go 4 0 one week and 0 4 the next week? I huh? guess so. We'll see what Stupid. happens. Stupid. <laughs> next game, the other NFC tilt Minnesota at San Francisco. Seamus, who got?
0: My heart wants the Vikings. When ah. I say San. Hey. Why? Because I want an NFC North Showdown for the NFC title. Oh, that's scary to me. You
1: think it's a better opponent or not?
0: I'd much rather play face Kurt Cousins a third time at home in Lambeau than have to go out to Levi Stadium and have to deal with Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow! But my gut says my gut says Jimmy G and the Niners are winning that
3: game. All
1: right, I got you marked down for San Francisco, BJ. Who you got,
3: man? Kyle, you, you give your answer first. got to think about this one for a minute.
1: Kyle, who you got?
2: Um, I'm going to take uh, the 49ers. I think they're the better team. Uh, I thought about picking the Vikings, and, yeah. I, so let me real quickly play a scenario back for you. 2010 Packers uh, championship team were a sixth seed. They played every playoff game in the road including the NFC Championship where they went to Chicago, who won the division that year, and they beat them and went on to win the championship. Minnesota's in, the, in a very similar place right now. Sixth seed, Packers won the division, could potentially come to Green Bay, and that would scare me. It's hard to beat a, three, a team three times in a row. So because I don't want to see them lose to the Vikings at Lambeau, I'm picking 49ers.
3: All right, BJ, put it I think I'm going to have to go with the Vikings. Nice. I don't, I, I don't know. I just, I don't believe in Garoppolo. I don't believe I in. Think he's gonna, I think
1: he's going to buckle under the pressure of the big stage. I think in one of these games, whether or not they move on, whether they go to the Super Bowl, I think you're right. I think Garoppolo is not ready for the big stage as well. I don't care how many porn stars he dates. doesn't matter. Um, and Dalvin Cook looked very good in the last game and now that the running game's back for the Vikings. I would like to pick them too. i I'm taking the safe bet on this one because I'm picking two upsets this week. I'm going San Francisco as well. And they are good against the run. But yeah, I think I think the fact that it's in San Francisco, I think it's it's advantage uh, Niners. Next tilt, we got Titan up versus the Ravens. Titan Up Seamus, who you got?
0: Ravens versus who? The Ravens. <clears throat> uh, Ravens. I hate them, but they're... <laughs> I'm not going to deny they're a force.
1: They are a force. They are They are a very good team. Lamar Jackson's the shit. Mark Ingram's insane. They got wide receiver weapons. Their defense is fairly formidable. Uh, let's go. BJ, who you got? I got the Ravens. Baltimore... Yeah, it's gonna be really cool to see Lamar Jackson in the postseason this year. He's he's clearly the MVP of the season. He's been amazing. He's had a week off to rest. I think his legs are gonna be fresh and that they just they have a very modernized offense and they run it very well. Uh Killa Kyle, who you got
2: Ah, uh, upset special of the year, the Titans. Tighten up.
1: no Tighten up.
2: I think the Titans are gonna upset the world. And beat Baltimore in Baltimore just for the fact that they have the best running back in the game right now, Derrick Henry. Ooh, Shout out, roll tide.
1: Yeah, I'm. you know Derrick Henry, 182 yards against the Patriots?
2: You can't stop him. That's
1: insane. The Patriots he,
2: have a top five defense. Yeah. And they couldn't handle Yeah, this
1: might have been the best defense that Tom Brady ever had with the Patriots. And he was able to just Check this out. flatten them out.
2: The uh, the Patriots lost to the Titans last week. Ryan Tannehill threw for only 78 yards the whole game. And they won.
1: Yeah, the whole offense was Henry.
2: That's an insane stat to me. They don't need to throw the ball against Baltimore. They just need to run the ball with Derrick Henry. And if he's he's rushing for 150-plus... I don't see how they lose the game. I
1: really don't. Yeah, I mean, that Baltimore offense can score a bunch of points, but if you can't stop Derrick Henry, I mean, you're going to get behind really early, and that could be that could be scary. And Titans have weapons all over that offense, and they, they show that they can stop the Patriots. If the, if the Tennessee Titans beat the Patriots and then beat Baltimore, they're going to become America's sweetheart in this playoffs. They really are. Oh, they, my goodness. America's going to be loving that team. I think that's who America's going to be rooting for then. I'm also tightening up on this one. It didn't—they didn't fail me last week against the Patriots, so I'm going to tighten up this week as well. I'm with you, Kyle. Upset. Tighten up. Yep. Tighten up. 0 4, uh, Butcher. Whatever, <laughs> whatever the hell your name is. And the final game. T- <laughs> the final game. I think we're all going to agree on this one. It's it's Houston at KC. Patty Mahomes is destined for greatness in his career, and it's time for him to shine. as to be the darling of the AFC. Uh, Seamus, who
0: um I'm not I'm not I want I wanna see Houston win, but I'm I'm not gonna be living in a fantasy world. I think
3: I think Kansas City wins it.
1: That's fair, that's fair. Black Josh, here you go.
3: I'll take Kansas City.
1: Kansas City. Patty <laughs> Mahomes in the house. Kill- I, almost, I almost took Houston. That's a hard one, I man. Still, I might change it come Friday. Who Houston knows? didn't even look good against the Bills. They they lucked out. I mean, they, they got lucky because the Bills fell apart. Kill a Kyle Hulka.
2: Yeah, Houston's a really streaky team. You don't know which team is going to show up. They do have Deshaun Watson, who is a very electric quarterback, and Good God, did you see that sack he escaped?
1: Oh, my God, God that won the, the game, game for him. What?
2: It was insane. I couldn't believe it. So, like, he, he is an elite quarterback in the making. Um, but I have the Chiefs going all the way to the Super Bowl this year because they have flown under the radar pretty much the entire second half of the regular season. They have Patrick Mahomes, who is one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. And they have a good offense. Look at all the speed they got on that offense. Meekle Hardman, Tyreek Hill, uh, that Williams dude at running back. Like they, they, they are a lot to handle. And uh, I see them making it uh, all the way to the Super Bowl this year. So yeah, I'm gonna I, go with the Chiefs.
1: I think we all agree on this one. I'm not gonna bet against Pat Mahomes. He's he's my f- favorite quarterback in the NFL. I love him very much. You made a good point about Deshaun Watson and escaping that sack. He's, He's very much like a young Russell Wilson, but taller and probably more athletic than Russell Wilson, which brings me to the big debate, the big topic that we're dealing with today, which is Aaron Rodgers' career versus Russell Wilson's career. Now, a lot of people must be thinking I'm crazy for thinking that these guys are even comparable. Many people think that Aaron Rodgers is the most gifted quarterback of all time, but the numbers don't lie. Russell Wilson is younger. He's had two Super Bowl appearances. He's got 32 game-winning drives. Uh, his com- career completion percentage is 64.5. He's absolutely incredible. 227 touchdowns. He's a lot like Rodgers in that. This guy does not throw picks. I mean, Ever. He had, he had five interceptions this year. Rodgers had four. Wilson had more touchdowns at 31. Rodgers at 26. Wilson's completion percentage was almost tops in the league. Is better than Rodgers. In that, he, he threw for 100 more yards than Rodgers. And he's, he's five years younger. What do you guys think? Is Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, who would you rather have in the next five years? Rodgers. Why do you say that? I want to, Black Josh touch. Tell me why you think Aaron Rodgers. You'd rather have him from from the next five years, thirty six to forty one.
3: Um, just because of Rodgers. You can't. You can't tell me he's not the best quarterback ever. That's a tough. That's a ever.
1: tough. Ever. Ever. Kill a Kelly, what do you think about that?
2: Yeah, that's a really tough debate. I. <laughs> I don't know if he's the best ever. Um, that this is a really good question, Butch. Thanks. Um, I I'm kind of torn. I I give I gotta give the slight edge if you're gonna if you are taking both quarterbacks as they are right now, correct? Correct. That yeah, Aaron Rodgers is on the decline, and Russell Wilson's in his prime. I. I love Aaron Rodgers as much as you guys think I hate him. You do. Well you not almost all season, so I have a love hate relationship with Aaron Rodgers. But let's face the facts, he doesn't look like he's getting better. He looks like he's on the decline. And I don't feel that we're gonna have or we're ever I don't feel we're ever gonna see the elite Aaron Rodgers again. I feel like that time has expired. Um so I I'd have to give the very, very slight edge to Russell Wilson, and I hate that I am saying this, but I'm trying to be realistic here. Uh Russell Wilson did his prime. I mean he's he's just entering his prime and he's got a at least one more Super Bowl in him. I feel like Rogers, if he does have a Super Bowl in him, it's this year. Um, but, yeah, it's a very slight edge, 51-49, if I'm going percentages, Wilson over uh, Rodgers right
0: now.
1: Uh, Seamus, what do you think about the topic?
0: I'm going with Russell Wilson. Why do you think? Um, the reason why is, you know, yeah, Rodgers is a phenomenal quarterback, but Wilson just has this ability especially given his height and his build. He has great vision. He he scrambles very well. I I love how he finds ways just like just like Aaron Rodgers can. He finds ways to make plays happen. He extends the game and I just think that all around over the next 5 years, he's going to be a much better quarterback.
1: Yeah, it seems like Rodgers has changed his game in the last few years and and it's probably to due to the risk of injury. You don't see him running. I mean, he's got 28 rushing touchdowns in his career, which is amazing, but that's I think he's got one this year, one rushing touchdown. He's not he's not making things happen the way he used to. And his deep ball I don't know if it's because of the receivers he's working with and the, the kind of the lack of experience he has with some of these guys, but he's not he's not completing those deep balls. And I, I think you could argue between Pat Mahomes and Russell Wilson, those are the two best deep balls in, in baseball, I mean in football. I mean they Russell Wilson has shown he, he started as a running quarterback and he's become this more of a pocket passer. He's found ways to evolve for the better. Whereas it almost seems like Rodgers has, you know, He hasn't had that ability to to succeed in in rough situations. Uh, And an important point that I want to make is that Aaron Rodgers has been fragile. He's missed 17 games in his career due to injury. Russell Wilson, at 31 years old, has never missed a game due to injury. That means he's due. It means he's due. And the ability for Russell Wilson to... He, he's just as good as Aaron Rodgers has been about making, you know, lesser known talent look really good when they're when they're around him and when Russell Wilson was drafted, he wasn't drafted to be the starter of that team. He was he was he was second at, to Matt Flynn and then he found his way to come up and become the leader of that team and and that was a very defensive mind, minded team when he came out, being the legion of boom. And in no time, Russell Wilson was the leader in making things happen and making back-to-back Super Bowl appearances. It's, it's it's incredible what he's been able to do there. But Aaron Rodgers has made so many miracles happen. We've seen so many amazing things. 24 game-winning drives for Wilson, but Aaron Rodgers has 32. That's, that's the kind of clutch that you need. Aaron Rodgers has his Hail Marys. It's a really tough debate who I'd want in the next five years. I'd have to see another season from Rodgers at an elite level to really want to say that I'd rather have him over Russell Wilson. What do you guys think?
0: Like I said, I agree. I, I go with Russell Wilson on, on this one. In this scenario, for, for the next five years, I'm going Russell Wilson.
1: Yeah, I think it's it seems to be that he has the better upside, but maybe Black Josh is onto something. Maybe he's due. I mean I, nobody goes nobody I mean Russell Wilson is pulling Brett Favre type stuff with not sitting out games due to injury. Um but Yeah, except
0: Russell Wilson isn't puke picking for goofballs.
1: <laughs> Repeat that?
0: Russell Wilson isn't puke picking for his goofballs. <laughs> like Brett Favre did. I have no idea what that
1: means. I think he's. Oh, said,
0: Brett Farm was hooked on Vicodin, and he was vomiting and then picking out the undissolved Vicodin and still ingesting
1: them. You can't that Oh uh, yeah,
0: shout out, shout out to Vicodin.
1: Yeah, Vicodin. Call yeah.
3: us. Send Vicodin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard to Send say. Scripts. Who, it's hard to say as a Packers fan that I'd I'd pick Russell Wilson over Aaron Rodgers any day but the numbers don't lie i mean rodgers has better career numbers he's got the best passer rating of all time at 101. Point, I mean at 102.4 russell wilson's right behind him at 102 101.2 so it's it's a really close call there but i yeah i think if 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 i had the choice right now i mean to lead the packers for the next 5 years i might go russell wilson the thing about it is though rodgers
3: has been having those kind of numbers with not a good running back until now. He had a shitty coach until now. Yeah. He's been putting up those kind of numbers with un, you know, like not good backup. Yeah. Yep, and Russell Josh, Wilson has Pete Carroll, who isn't really a bad coach. He's a great he's coach. He's a great coach. He's had running backs. He's had wide receivers. No,
2: he's had I can't defense. Agree. Josh, he hasn't had, he's had the same type of level of talent that Green Bay has had.
1: No. Not a running back. Outside
2: Doug Baldwin? No. Who? Who at running back?
1: Marshawn Lynch? Chris Carson.
2: Chris Carson's just starting to show he could be something. But outside of this year, he hasn't done much.
1: He had an amazing defense, which Aaron Rodgers just is finally kind of getting, other than...
2: I'd take Aaron Jones over Chris Carson any day. Yeah, me
1: too. Me too. So...
2: It, I mean, the talent is pretty equal, but you know, if you look at the Seahawks the last ten years to what Green Bay's had the last ten years, on the offensive side of the ball, it, it, both teams have struggled to to have you know elite talent. That's very true. To surround their quarterback,
1: Rogers. Rogers has. I mean, this,
2: the- let's let's be realistic here with your question. Like Aaron Rodgers is thirty six years old. It, you know he's he's not gonna play forever, and he's starting to show his age. And he's got a lot of distractions. He's got he's got Danica Patrick who's into all this like weird shit, like with this like crystals and and like s- spirits and stuff. And it's it's gotta be
1: fucking with him a little bit. I I I always refuse to believe that these. Players' girlfriends are really messing with him. The same thing was said about Olivia Munn hurting Aaron. Is Olivia Munn too much of a distraction for Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is a professional of the highest caliber. I refuse to believe his girlfriend has anything to do with it. I think the Packers won 13 games based on a changed offense, uh, highlighting the running game. and we haven't, we haven't needed Aaron Rodgers to be at a, an elite caliber this year.
2: I love Aaron Rodgers. He's a great quarterback. He's going to be a first-ballot Hall of Famer. He's going to get his number retired. They're going to name a street after him. Like, he owns the state of Wisconsin, and he is an icon. But he can't chug beer. He can't chug a beer, and he's 36 years old. I mean, it's coming to an end, guys. Like, within three years, Uh, we're going to need a new quarterback. uh,
1: I don't know about that. He said he wants to play at least forty. I haven't had any reason not to trust Aaron Rodgers yet, and if he wins a Super Bowl this year, does this change our minds?
0: Yes, yes, it does.
2: Me That's too.
1: Sad. Me too. <laughs> if it, if Aaron, Aaron I Rodgers,
0: still, I, I'd still, I'd still take Russell Wilson over the next
3: five years, even if Aaron wins a Lombardi this year. Same as you're fired.
1: <laughs> well, hey, I, I think, I think we gained a lot of perspective in this conversation. I think. I'm kind of torn on it. i got to give edge to Russell Wilson, but I'm, I'm with you, Kyle, man. If, if Rodgers wins the Lombardi, I'm changing my mind on that pick. I'm going Rodgers all day. It shouldn't take that for you to change your mind about him. I want to see a guy who's going to win. If he has more Super Bowls, if he has more rings than Wilson, I take Rodgers. Because rings are the only stat that really matters, isn't it, boys?
3: Absolutely. Sure does. Can we yeah, do I want a ring.
1: <laughs>
0: I want a ring.
1: You got six.
0: Yeah, I do, and I won't get one this
1: year. No, no, you won't even get a divisional round appearance. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, I think that I think that was a good a good uh, discussion we had about the two. I think we gained a little perspective as to what we're all thinking as fans. Um, I this, think
3: we just, just decided that you guys are all crazy, and I'm the only smart one here.
1: <laughs> that could be. We'll all, <laughs> we'll see. Come February. Hey, everyone, let us know what you think about the Aaron Rodgers-Wilson-Wilson debate. Who would you guys rather have in the next five years to you listeners out there? Comment on Facebook, comment on Twitter, comment on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, good show, everybody. We'll be back on Friday. Hey, 5 Tool Podcast, we love you all out there. Everybody, you good? Real
0: quick, um, joining Jonathan Taylor and declaring for the draft, you have Quintes Cephas, you have Taylor Biotish, and you have Aaron Cookshank uh, out of the Badgers, all declaring for the draft. <laughs> right on. Decent badger, going to be pretty decent Badgers representation
3: on draft day.
1: Yeah, Badger up, tighten up, everybody. Badger we, up. <laughs> we'll see you Friday. Thanks for listening to the Five a Tool podcast. Go. Badger, badger, badger.